So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields and I have here with me across the continent, Jean Victoria Norlock. Hey Jean. Hey Rick, how's it going? Good, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> and then on the other corner of the continent, as we like to spread ourselves around, we have with us this evening our special guest, Michael Robbins. Hello Michael. Hello, you folks are making me laugh already. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do like to have a good time. We figure if all else fails, uh, we've, we've got stand-up comedy, but then everybody wants to do that. <laughs> That's your ticket. <laughs> so, um, wow, how is how's life, guys? I I don't know about I don't know what life is like over there, but it is full moon here. There is a ton of energy in the air. And we have just had the most beautiful and magnificent thunderstorm, and I'm I'm sad because it's over and you guys aren't going to get to hear my wonderful thunder that I was listening to a few minutes ago. But um, yeah, the energy is high tonight. I don't know what that's all about, but maybe it's something about Michael being here. I don't know. Well, I guess I'm a we'll moon find child. out. A moon child too, so uh, full moon's good. Lots of energy. And, oh, uh, you're. I'm a moon baby too. That's why I'm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was on a, a call today with someone, and we discovered we had the same birthday and uh, same rising sign too. Uh, that was kind of interesting. There are a lot of correspondences when you start to get into the flow of life. You, you begin to find amazing correspondences. I find. Oh, absolutely. The synchronicities are are incredible. I agree. So um, I guess we'll kick it off. Rick, if I may have your permission to do so. No, certainly, certainly. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. With our typical question, and I'll I'll say it gently and politely, Michael Robbins is our guest tonight, and um, who are you, and what do you do, hon? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, boy. Wow. That's a big question. Um, it is. Well, it, it depends upon which dimension you want me to talk about myself. See, on the ultimate dimension, we're all divine, and that's the one I like to hold in uh, in awareness because that's the place with all the wonder, all the magnificence, all the brilliance. Um, we are actually, all of us, that one that put 400 billion galaxies into existence and uh, actually... Um, began the whole show and will complete the whole show. And that is such a delicious knowledge, knowingness. Uh, when that sinks into the mind and deep into the heart, everything changes. And that's what I do third dimensionally as well. Um, I'm an expression of that magnificence, and I keep on getting different hats to put on and I'm totally game to whatever game it wants to play uh, because I trust that perfection and I trust that magnificence to unfold uh, life perfectly. So, um, and then in, if you ask me who I am, let's see, third dimensionally, I share that experience of 
incredible intelligence and love that resides within everyone, uh, I, which many many of us have amnesia about. Much of the world is still in forgetfulness of who they really are and is caught up in a mindset of who they think they are. And that can be that can be a little challenging. However, it will all things will lead to wonderful things. Uh, another one of my hats is I find out to go, and um, I bring the subconscious mind up into the physical body so that we can find where there are any barriers or limitations to to moving to what they want and clear those. Um, those are two. Um, well, that, that's a, that's a good start. I got a, I got a couple of more hats, but <laughs> I'd like I think to hear other people talk as well as myself and, uh, and and not dominate the conversation. So I'll pause there momentarily. That's an awesome start. That's an awesome start. Um, um, I, wow, Rick. I and you know, can I can I get to it right away? <laughs> I might as well. Okay, cool. Um, I have something really exciting about your journey that I want to share with people. What really caught my eye when you first wrote to us, and I went to your first website. I know that you have a new one up, which is really nice. People have to go check it out. We'll post that later. Um, But what really caught my attention about you is that you really came to this much later in life, or is it that you came back to it later in life? Either way, what's it like? I mean, it, it's hard enough being 30-something and totally rearranging my life because I suddenly tapped into who I am within and giving up where I was so that I could be who I am. Um, that was that was a shock to the system at the age of 35. i got to ask, hon, what's that like later in your later years? Like, I mean... And how do you adapt? <laughs> well, it's different for everybody, and everybody has their own story, and it's unique. Um, for me, it was wonderful because I always ha- I've, I've been spiritual for a very, very long time, um, and I actually a long time ago wrote a book called Entertaining Enlightenment, which never got published. And then about two two years ago. Um, I was actually becoming kind of a couch potato because I couldn't talk to anybody about what I knew because nobody wanted to hear it, at least in the connections that I had. And I didn't want to talk about all the mundane things that people wanted to talk about. So I basically kind of withdrew, and meditation was nice. But after a while, I began to eat a lot, sleep a lot, uh, watch Ultimate Fighting on TV, and which is strange because I don't even like fighting, but I guess it was the passion or something. And then I got an invitation to enter the next top author contest. Well, it, it sat on my uh, inbox for a couple of days, and then I said, hey, I wrote a book seven years ago. What do I got to lose? And that was the beginning of stepping back into the ball game, stepping into uh, making friends. I got, I got 2,000 friends on Facebook and starting communicating, getting on radio shows and, and things. And um, But still, the process was a little slow. Uh, until I, I, there was something called the a holographic profile. Uh, I read some, uh, I was on a site called Gene Keys, which is an amazing site, G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S dot net. And there is a book book there by the, uh, a guy named Richard Rudd, which is probably one of the five great books that I've ever read, and I just recently reread it. When you understand that the DNA is a hidden alphabet of light, encoded within the human body and we there is an inevitable and destined unfoldment of greatness within everyone however for the most part much of the world is still in the shadow frequency which is opposite from the genius frequency that everybody has you really need to get aligned, to get activated, and get energized and joyful to activate 
that genetic frequency of genius, which is beginning to happen to a certain number of people on the planet, um, probably you guys amongst them. <laughs> and beyond that, there's a city frequency, and that is so far beyond that that it's we can't even we can't even imagine what that is. But we all have a glorious destiny. So you say, what's it like? Well, when when I got the holographic profile uh, from the Gene Keys, it said to me, um, "You're because I was kind of bursting at the seams to come out with this for a long time, but something I felt was holding me back, and it was timing. There's a certain timing for things. There's a divine timing for things, and it, it, it kind of all started really for me." about five months ago when I read The One Minute Millionaire by Mark Victor Hansen and Robert G. Allen, and I decided I was going to be a millionaire. I mean, that was a strange thought for me. I, I've never made more than forty or $50,000 in my life. I never had that thought. And as soon as I had that thought, all kinds of doors began to open, and I, I, I've been on this journey of miraculous change for, for five months now, and it just keeps on continuing. So what is it like? Exciting as anything is awesome. I mean, I just know that something magnificent is continually going to happen to me, and third-dimensionally, I don't know what it is, but I trust it. I completely trust it. And I'll stop there, but I can tell you more. I can tell you a lot more stories about how those synchronicities and those miracles come about. But uh, um, I'm pausing there to uh, reconnect and get your feedback and get your response and uh, hear from hear from from you ladies. <laughs> I got to change that you guy thing. That really gets me because it's really uh, <laughs> I, I'm really into the I, I, the feminine is the new awareness. Men are supposed to serve women. Uh, women are supposed to run the, run the planet. And I think we're getting a bit of a taste of that. So I, I want to change it to you goddesses. <laughs> that so, works. I I think the women always have. The men have just yeah. been deluded into thinking we did. But right. uh, <clears throat> my mother told me when I was quite young, the secret of being a good wife was to get your husband to do what you want him to do, but for him to think it's his idea. <clears throat> so it's it's been going on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, how about you, Rick? How about uh, awakening? Um, has have you always been, uh, or did it take a sudden plunge at a certain point? Or how, what, 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 how's it been for you? Well, it. I had plenty of uh, opportunities. Um, I first uh, played around with channeling in the eighties, and. Uh, uh, scared the dickens out of me, so I ran the other way fast as I could, and uh, <clears throat> so it eventually wound up with a very dramatic uh, experience. That uh, well, I decided I just really didn't want to take the other choices, but that I didn't have a choice, just didn't want to take it. But um, it, I find it an amazing story. Uh, yours that, you know, you're talking about two years ago and a year ago, and we have so many people on that are talking about 20 years ago, and uh, to have just sort of started, and um, and I will add for everybody, uh, I've, one of my favorite quotes is about successful, something about uh, along the lines of successful people, if they, they look for the conditions they want, and if they don't find them, they create them. Um, and uh, Michael got wind of our radio show and immediately found our website, put a comment. Hey, how do I get on the radio? <laughs> uh, so there's well, there's a, there's so much said in in spiritual circles about uh, you know get your mindset straight, think it out, visualize it. But there's the inspired action comes too, uh, and and of course Gene and I are no strangers. She's um, she's got another pitch to make every week, um, 
and and is not shy about them either. It can be a big national broadcast network or the guys down the street, whatever, whichever uh, attracts. I think it goes with what you were saying about you just trust. You don't know what it's going to be, this great, next, wonderful, great, incredible, miraculous thing, but you trust that it's coming and you trust that it's going to be good. That's a key that's yeah. a key element. How how did you find your trust or uncover your trust or Well, it's it, 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 you you read voraciously. I I read voraciously. My story goes back uh, I lived, I was getting my PhD uh, back in the day 40 years ago, I don't know how long, long ago. Uh, and um, I had been in college 10 years uh, with assistantships and teaching and a lot of work. And I turned in my dissertation, The Function of the Night and the Canterbury Tales, and I was ready to, you know, move on to, uh, to teaching, and they said, you're not done. And my heart went, yeah, I'm done. And I walked away from 10 years of work, and I lived on the road for 12 years. I didn't work. Now, that was an edu- education, um, and I forgot where I was going with this from before, but oh, how do you learn? How do you learn? How do you find uh, your trust? Or Yeah, how do you find your trust? And so, so there I was, uh, then I got um, married and because my wife got pregnant. I kept trying to run away. I wanted the free life. I wanted to play. And baby was coming, changing diapers and getting a job and all that stuff. And like, whoa, this, this looks serious. And this isn't something that looks like too much fun for me. So I had to really dig down and study. I, I read everything I get my hands on from religion to psychology to philosophy to spirituality. I wanted an answer on I wanted to find out what there was to know how to enjoy life when life seemed to be constrict, you know, constricted. And I found it. Uh, and then once you, once you understand it intellectually, you have to practice it. And there's a learning curve. And there's, and there's times when you lose it. And you keep on you keep on trying. So you you know sometimes some fake it until you make it, or have you know you learn to trust. And so it's a process, you know. And we're still uh, I'm still in it. We're still in it. We're still in the game uh, of of learning. But once you you know once you well a habit, you do something 21 times, it gets to be a habit. Uh, so you learn some things. You get a little smarter. And then you run up against some walls, and you got to, you know, you got to dig down a little deeper. And also, the thing that's really challenging, I think, there is there are shadows, and humanity diverts itself, doesn't want to confront those, but that's where the growth is. So we're in a constant birthing because we're di- we're divinely designed. To experience everything, but once you get really that there's a supreme intelligence, and not as a belief, but as an experience behind the whole thing, the ball game gets a lot easier, and it gets a lot easier to trust. And now I'm just, you know, some days like today, nothing worked right uh, <laughs> with my computer. Everything was. I couldn't get on my phone. I mean, it was a day of, like, seeming waste. But I had to say, that's what's happened. I'm not going to get bummed out. I'm just going to go with the flow and enjoy it as best I can. And I think that attitude pays off. I think that makes you climb over the slippery slopes and, you know, then, you know, gifts come. It gets better. So does that make any sense? Absolutely, and I I appreciate how you said that once you understand that, once you get it intellectually, you have to practice it, and that there's a learning curve. Um, yeah. I think, oh, with Gene and I talk about how law of attraction sometimes leads people to beating up on themselves for thinking wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm angry today, and I shouldn't be angry, and denying feelings, and, and, and that – it's a practice. It's a, there's a learning curve. It's like any other 
set of habits or uh, uh, well, habits is a good word that you might want to change. It, it doesn't. You don't intellectually get it and then wake up tomorrow and everything is bunnies and rainbows. Right. <laughs> yeah. And talking about the, the secret, uh, my my take on it, and recently uh, one of my miracles, which really shifted me radically again, was to find out that a lot of people that are teaching the secret haven't made money in the real world. They're making money selling books, teaching the secret, and there are missing pieces. So recently I got connected with someone who had made it in the real world. And uh, it was a whole different learning curve for me. I, I even had to realize that there was times that I was not teachable because I was listening to these 14 CDs, which I happened to be able to share uh, with people f totally free as a gift. Um, I found that there were parts of me that, well, well when I first heard it, I said, I already know this. This is too long, and it's not spiritual enough. And I had a lot of stuff to put it down. But something inside of me said, stay with this. I've listened to them at least five times, and I'm still learning. And, you know, it's like we have, you know what you know, but you don't know what you don't know. And there tends to be a certain kind of resistance in humanity to opening up to what you don't know. And it's really scary for the bulk of humanity because the ego wants to be secure. It wants to be, be in familiar territory. And it doesn't want to go into the unknown of maybe I don't know because that's scary and the ego is fear-based. So it's kind of a comedy. It's kind of a tragic comedy. The masses of humanity, which are largely ego-based and in a conditioned, fear-based mind, wants to hold on to the status quo even though it's not very happy. When, if they would, be, if they would let go and open up to possibility, they would discover how magnificent they are and how wonderful a ride life is. And we're getting down to the uh, ground where the light is brightening. It's getting harder and harder to live on the planet in the old mindset of separation and more and more fun to move into and easier to be aware and awake than it ever has been. So that's, you know, those, those are the times that are present. And it shows like this, and who listens to them, that are, you know, waking up to new and wonderful possibilities. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to be miserable. You don't have to live in the world of, you know, economic tribulation. Um, life is a choice, and it all depends upon what, you are going to focus on and who you think you are. That's what it really boils boils down to. Absolutely. And um, I was thinking as you were talking that uh, when you were talking about the, you know, getting it to the application of the real world uh, as opposed to the folks that, you know, have, have not, quote, operated in that 3D density quite, um, that's that's what we're about at Everyday Connection is, you know, it's it's nice to read how someone took a year to lie on the beach and go through the Tao Te Ching and here's what I got from it. I, I of course, I'm describing Wayne Dyer and, and, and I love Wayne Dyer and I love the insights that he finds when he does that. And so I'm glad he's there doing it. But it's hard sometimes for the man on the corner to mm -hmm. relate to, you know, well, yeah, I'd feel pretty good about life too. If I was laying on the beach for a year, you know, is, okay. is kind of the reaction that you get. And, um, uh, so I think that, that it is, there's more and more, um, in the maritime industry, we used to call it, if you went to college and came out an officer, that was 
you know, a trained officer. But if you worked your way up, they called it coming up the house pipe, which is where the anchor chain comes up into the ship. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's more and more journeymen, so to speak, that have really been through the grindstone coming up and saying, okay, yeah, I did this right. and I did that, and it, it didn't work out very good, so I thought I'd try something else. And, yeah, uh, and well, that's that's kind of why I went into the world of money, because uh, for a lot of spiritual people, money has a really bad name. They don't even want me in the club because I want because I want to be wealthy. I don't really care about the perks and the fancy cars and and the clothes and and that. I want money to serve massively. I can serve better if my pockets are full. But if my pockets are empty, I do see eventually that I think we will emerge out of because uh, there's a lot of fear in in money and money has has been abused. But while the economy of of money exists, uh, my intention is to have a lot of it because uh, I can do uh, and a person is a lot more likely to listen to what I have to say about spirituality. If I can help him, um, uh, you know, uh, have some food, have a place to live, if I can do be of service in the world economically, I think people are going to be more ready to listen to what I have to say about spirituality, because I've, you know, I've earned, you know, I've earned my keep in a sense. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense, and I agree with you. 1,200% or more, because I actually just had a discussion not so long ago with a friend of mine who um, who was sending me tapes over and over again about an abundance program that she wanted me to listen to. Um, and I've, I've, I'm going to be honest, I've had struggles because of my spiritual background, my Christian upbringing. I've had struggles with the, is it okay to be rich and wealthy? And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, is that a good thing? Is money evil? What do I, you know, you, you want to be wealthy, you want to be happy. Um, you know that wealth isn't, isn't, um, attached to your happiness and that wealth doesn't create your happiness, but your, your happiness does create your wealth. Um, mm-hmm. but you, you, I mean, it, it's, there's so much confusion that you have to work through. Now, I said, to, we sat down with this friend and, you know, I kind of, we had one of those, you need to step back a minute and let me do my thing conversations. And I told her, she asked me, why do you, why do you want to be rich? And I said, honestly, because I can be of better service to humanity, I believe, the more abundance and wealth I have because not only can I share my abundance and my wealth but I can also teach by example mm-hmm. and having learned from experience on how to acquire abundance and wealth and she looked at me and told me it was for the wrong reason because I was <laughs> doing it for somebody else that I would never attain it because I was doing it for somebody else and I was just looking at her I was like girl listen everybody has their own reasons you know right. and I love that reason. I love the reason because it, a lot of light workers and spiritual people get caught up in the um, service mentality where they're trying to take care of everybody else. And I've done it. I know tons of other people have done it. Next thing you know, you are flat broke. You can't feed yourself. Um, you can't pay your own bills because you've been taking care of everybody else for how many years, right? It happens to a lot of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And um, I I think teaching abundance and it doesn't just abundance isn't just about money it's not just about money it's about having what you need when you need it if it's the right connection to build you a website if it's the right person to be there to publish your book um you know that's abundance to me is that you need to be somewhere somebody's going to be there with a car to give you a ride that to me is abundance. So it's not always just about the green dollar. However, you know, we like those too. But um, it, to be able to teach abundance to people is going to tackle that idea of lack that society is dealing with right now that causes poverty. And that's one of my big issues right now is that if we never had any concept of lack, we would not have starving children in the world. Right. And if we could Let just teach everybody it. abundance, 
it's actually programmed into the genes um, in the shadow frequency. I mean, we carry the history of the whole evolutionary pattern of humanity. I mean, we've been, you know, in the sea, we've been the amoeba, we've been the Cro-Magnon man, we've been the Neanderthal man, uh, we've been, you know, the, the, the tribal being, you know, fighting for survival. We carry, uh, you know, we've moved into the Neanderthal man, we're moving into the um, uh, we're Homo sapien, then we're moving into the Homo sanctus now, the holy man. So all of this is in the gene keys. It's all there. Um, and it all serves a valuable purpose because there's the desire, there's the evolutionary desire to transcend it. So everything serves, even the worst of the worst of the worst is going to have value from the perspective. I mean, I, my understanding is that we are that one, and as in the biblical terms, the Elohim, which are the many aspects of God, we forgot that we were that one. And God fell into the world, into human form, divested of all power, and is going through this evolutionary reawakening. Because, you know, when you're, when you're solely in that realm of perfection, there's just perfection. You don't have anything to compare it to. You know, so, so we took this, this dive and this dance into the third dimension uh, to have an incredible experience, which we would all come out so much the richer, and all the tribulation and all the suffering will have great value, but sometimes you can't see it until you, know, until you rise to a different level of the story or until the story is... Is, is complete, but what an amazing adventure. I mean, when you just get a, uh, and, and still, there's so much to go. There's so much amazement. There's so much transformation of, of both individual and planetary that we're going to go through. These are just awesome, awesome times. Really, really exciting. That is an absolutely um Incredible statement, and uh, as as previously discussed, Rick, what do you think about that being like an amazing lead-in to the song that we're going to play tonight? Well, yeah, I was going to bridge right over on that transformation thing, uh, because uh, uh, the song to me is about uh, transformation. Uh, I'm sure that uh, almost everyone in earshot is aware that two days ago was the 10th anniversary of the September 11th uh, event uh, in New York City and uh, struggled with it a little bit in advance. Uh, you know, we're just going to remember this and we have to remember the name of every single individual that died when what I want to remember is the way for days the whole planet was really focused together. Um, the way people just galvanized and came together in a wave of compassion over what had happened was, to me, amazing. And um, uh, Greg Braden's even talked about they measured changes in the magnetic field of the planet that day. And uh, uh, so we have a beautiful song that uh, that our friend Carrie Kendall uh, wrote uh, as her tribute and remembrance of the uh, 10th anniversary and uh, so I'm going to I'm going to leave you with her words and uh, uh and music it's much more beautiful than I could probably put together. So yeah. we're going to take a little break and uh, and listen to Carrie's uh, uh beautiful creation here and uh, we'll be back with Michael for more fun uh right afterwards.
you know, direct translation of vibration to, uh, uh yeah. I think that's one reason certain speakers and, 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 uh, and things are, are so moving is that they, they communicate with vibration and their voice. And, mm-hmm. uh, makes a powerful com- combination. Yeah, um, a tonality, even the tonality of one's voice is definitely a part of of the communication. I know that my wife always tells me that my voice can put her, <laughs> put her to sleep. It has a very soothing uh, effect of, of, upon her, and uh, everybody's voice has different kind of vibration, a different kind. It, it really... It's, I think the tonality says a lot about uh, the person as well as their words. Right, absolutely. And, uh, well, we we talk about, about communicating with animals, dogs, you know, mm-hmm. they yeah. don't understand you. They understand the tone of your voice and what you feel. And, right. Uh, I think Did we lose works. Gene? Yeah, well, Gene hadn't been able to call back in. I had I had Gene on a Skype three-way, and I can't get Skype to activate over here again. Uh, I guess we're lucky to have the the call back up. So Gene's in the chat room, and uh, said, you know, for me to politely say her goodbyes on air, but she's still gonna type in questions if they come to her. <laughs> of course, okay. we've only got this left. Um, one thing that we uh, that we always want to do uh, is. Uh, let people know. Uh, we talked about your new your new website. Let people know how they can find you, and uh, your book is there on the website also. Yeah, and uh, it, I, I am a reviewer of abundance. If anybody would like to have more abundance in their lives, I can definitely help them do that in in many many ways. And there's really it's it's a really a service of love. Uh, there initially there is no, there is uh, not, there is no charge for that. I have gifts to give, uh, and people can get in touch with me um, through my website, which is um, uh, Michael Robbins uh, dot me, uh, Michael Robbins dot me, and they can find my phone number there, and they can find my um, email there. So. Uh, I'm available for connection and elevation. So if there's any uh, any of the many hats that I wear, is there any interest? I'd be glad to speak with people and uh, see what we can see. Wonderful. And uh, I suggest everybody go uh, go give it a check out. Even our, uh, our family members that are with us in the chat room, since it is uh, a new website, it's beautiful. And um, there's a lot of information there, and uh, Michael's available, as you said, for uh, consultation and uh, elevation, perhaps. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I say absolutely to take advantage Jane, of uh, uh, a gift. Jane has asked if you have one uh, primary or, or one or two uh, pieces of advice regarding what you've learned about abundance that you that you could, you know, encapsulate for us here in these last few minutes. Well, the greatest abundance is who you are, um, and the the shifting. Uh, I mean, first you have to appreciate that intellectually, uh, but then and then there's a journey to experience that. So the most important thing towards abundance beyond all abundance, is to know what is the cause of all causes. And if you don't know, um, I would definitely encourage the openness to find out because it's available. All you have to do is have a little bit of an open mind, and um, you you will find that because it's looking for you. Your magnificence is looking for you. And wants to express through you third dimensionally, your infinite, your infinite self, which is your abundance because it is the cause of all causes, wants to express through 
you're a third dimensional being. Um, God wants you and you want God. And when the two get together, as then it's magic. Uh-oh. Did we lose Michael? I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's a magical combination. And uh, uh, I love the fact that uh, it kind of sounds like you assist people in moving from an intellectual appreciation of their abundance to a, to a visceral experience of it. And the practical. Uh, they'll not only have more joy, but they can have more money as well. And that's what 98% of the population wants, is more money. And I can definitely assist uh, on all levels. Uh, more fun, more joy, more calmness, more peace, um, more abundance on every level. Because that's our birthright and uh, what we're meant to have. Right. I love that birthright because it is it's, uh, not something special reserved for a few. No, it's every it's everyone's birthright, and eventually everyone will realize that uh, because perfection that began it will bring it all to a conclusion. But there's a level of assistance of if we want to be open, if we want that journey. If we want to know that, if we're willing to do the work to experience that, um, then it's easier than waiting. <laughs> comes quicker. comes quicker than if we just wait and stay in the mindset that we're currently in. One new step in a new direction can radically change your life. And that's a wonderful truth. Absolutely. And it's... Uh... It's choice, as you mm-hmm. said. Moment to moment. <laughs> Every moment single moment, moment we're confronted with a choice. And and part of it is learning yeah. to take control of our minds again. Because the voice that speaks loudest in our heads is the voice of ego. And once you realize that that's conditioned and fear-based, you don't have to believe it that much, and you don't have to battle with it that much. You can learn to shift and create the thoughts that you want to have and live in the kind of world that you want to have. And that's, you know, taking back control of your life. Absolutely. And then she, her follow-on to that, uh, when you when you were first starting down this uh, abundance path, could you recount uh, maybe one or two of the first many miracles, she says, that uh, came along and brought that's you some question. That's an excellent question. Um, let's see, um, it's the synchronicities that are so amazing. Like, for example, I was on a radio show, and a guy named Hugh Trollson came on and asked some questions. And uh, he's an economic genius, and he has uh, brilliant ideas about how humanity can be uplifted from its economic trauma. And... Um, I mean, I'm a busy guy. I already have five businesses, but when he came on and we hooked up, I already started devoting my attention to certain interests that he had and, you know, uh, shifted my focus um, because that was that's where spirit was leading me. Uh, then I'll tell you, do we have a couple more minutes for another interesting story, uh, Rick? You bet, yeah. You betcha. Yeah, we lost a couple of minutes there, so no, no big. Okay. Here's a really, here's a really fabulous story. Another kind of synchronicity. Um, uh, I was at an event, uh, which is a, of a, a very powerful um, event that's that's bringing awareness back to humanity and helping reclaim its power. And there was a person that I had invited to this event, and I had periodically throughout the years been helpful to him at various times. But we did not know each other. Uh, we didn't know what we looked like, and we just spoke on the phone. 
So I had I was my business I needed more business cards for the event I was in and I was going to the parking lot where my business cards were, and I was carrying this big box of uh, chaotic energy balances which. Uh, a very powerful, another one of my businesses, the best chaotic energy balancers on the planet. And uh, I thought about leaving him off in my room or putting him someplace, but no, I felt I just carry him and go. And as I'm walking into the parking lot, this man comes walking out of the parking lot, and we recognize each other. We never seen each other. He was the man. He was the person that I had helped, and uh, he was the person that I had invited. And I mean, there were, this is the airport in Orlando. There were thousands of people there, and I just happened to be at that point of going out when he was coming in. I mean, what are the, what are the? If I had if I had left my amoras off and and not brought them with me, or or stopped and did anything, I could I would have missed them. What about that synchronicity, that perfection of him being exactly there at that time and we recognizing each other? That's the kind of excitement that happens when you surrender to the perfection of life. And it happens again and again and again. And it is so uplifting and so delightful and so wonderful. And it's everybody's birthright if they're willing to get out of the ego, the limited human condition mind and move into the divine mind, the pattern of perfection that lies within all of us. Absolutely. I I think it's important too to to be aware and to notice those little little synchronicities. Uh, so many, you know, come in and they go, Well, I can't pay the mortgage and I can't do this and I can't do that and I want all that to change and those things took a little while <laughs> to put together. They might take a little while to take apart, but that there's always little clues. Start with the little stuff that's easier, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, you know. Uh, but when you think about it, and we often talk about this, um, what it would take in the way of a production company, you know, like you said, you were at the airport, there were thousands of people. There were, you know, countless little moments where your friend, if he was coming in, might have had to tap the brakes because of this, that, or the other thing that changed, you know, his arrival time by moments. And uh, to to imagine as a, I, I produce a radio show and I got lots of help, and sometimes it falls apart in the middle, and we're all on hold and wondering why. And um, um, to imagine trying to put together the production that you know. Just that one day for you guys to get out of bed at the right time and walk, like you said, if you just if you'd have left the box, if you'd have done this, if you'd have done that, you'd have missed him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if you hit their parks and hit their script, it's just uh, it, 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 it's amazing. It's awesome. And, and like oh yeah, said, well it's the divi- it's the divine intelligence. Life is really that, and it's going to get more and more like that the more that we move into, I mean, everything's going to radically change because the world has been based on separation, and that's not the way it is. So when we move into alignment of the unity, of the intelligence, of the love, of the brilliance, oh, the miracles will start happening uh, even greater and even more mind-blowing. What's possible we can't even imagine at this time. As much as we can imagine, you know, greater glories, the glory that is, 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 is so, so, so amazing that we are all going to be amazed at how wonderful, uh, the adventure of life is. Everyone is. No matter where they are, it may not seem like at this point, but knowing, the deep knowing in the heart that that's what is waiting for us um, when that comes and it will come brings a wonderful peace and and gladness and and trust and comfort to the heart right and Gene's saying here it's important for us to talk about them even the little synchronicities so that people know that they're normal and and I think changing our language about them is important too because 
you know, for years in my life growing up, when something synchronous like that happened, there were always a half a dozen people around to say, oh, that's just luck, that's just this, that's right. just, you know, you can't count on that, you got to, and children's fairy tales about how, how we have to store up because everything's going to be horrible. And it, It's so ingrained in society the other way. And yeah. So it does, that's part of that journey of making it from an intellectual realization to a visceral experience of, yeah, this really is the way it is. Look, that just happened. That really just happened. And um, uh, if we miss the little ones, it's um, uh, sometimes it seems like the big ones stay just out of reach because we're not in gratitude and appreciation for the little ones, which are just as miraculous. There's no that's why it's good to be around and connected with open-minded people. Uh, and a lot of people are not. And sometimes you just have to step out or look for, um, you know, people that vibrate, that are willing to support you in the journey because so much of life is willing to dumb you down to its level. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's the value of uh, real friendship. That's the value of masterminds. That's the value of organizations that uh, bring together people of like minds so that the vibration can be uplifted. We have a uh, an event that takes place every Sunday uh, called Tri-Power Victory Mastermind. And miracles happen on that every, every Sunday at 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Somebody comes aboard who somehow gets there that experience is a miracle because what's there is a, a, a love field and a wisdom field. And that when people feel that, they resonate with that. They become transformed. We're kind of a, uh, a branch of the new humanity. And it's, it's a miracle because this was my idea to form this, but I didn't create it. Other people came along, and every single person contributes, which is what the real nature of the of the true world will, will be. That when the divine plan truly emerges, everybody has a gift, and when you discover your gift, your greatest delight is to share it. Your greatest delight is to give it. That's why I love you know being on the radio and talking because I get to talk about what I love which is so exciting for me, which is so delightful for me. And the point is that every single person has this, a unique gift that no one else has and the universe waits for. And that's a wonderful thing to feel good about yourself. You have that. You're valuable. You're incredibly valuable. <laughs> the world needs you. So come yeah, out of your... Valuable. What's that? I, I can't think of a better way... Uh, people's individual value. I can't think of a better uh, better way to leave off the uh, the call this evening. Uh, uh -huh. I do want to thank everybody that's been here with us. I want to thank you, Michael, for sharing with us uh, again, folks. You can you can find out more about Michael and the uh, uh, his mastermind calls, his uh, uh, services, and, and the assistance that he can be to you in your journey at. Uh, Michael Robbins, and that's Robbins with one B, R O B I N S, MichaelRobbins.me. And of course, the link will be on our website. I want to give a quick shout out to the folks in the, uh, in the chat room. We had, uh, Jason Anderson with us, had to, uh, bound off there right at the top of the hour. Uh, Janet, our derailed poet. And of course, uh, my partner in crime, Jane, is still in there. Um, and Bill from Inner Child. And so, uh, folks, I want you all to check out uh, uh, Bill at uh, Blog Talk Radio also, inner-child-radio for the Hump Day show tomorrow. And uh, uh, you can also find Bill at innerchildpress.yolasite.com. And, of course, we'll put links to these in our uh, on our website. Thanks again, Michael. Everybody have a wonderful night, and to all those listening to the uh, to the podcast, thank you, and uh, come join the conversation. Uh, we'd love to have thank you. Thank you, Rick. And uh, Gene says uh, thank you, and um, 
and, and, and great appreciation for what you've uh, shared with us. So have a wonderful Thank night. You, we'll talk to you all soon. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free just like your everyday connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.